Welcome back to the Winging It podcast, how to build, maintain and totally own a career that you love. I'm Lucy Hitchcock and I want to help business owners and career women learn something new and build a life that they love through creating a meaningful and fulfilling career. You probably think I've gone a little bit mad this week because today's episode is all about Christmas, but when this was recorded, it was mid-January. So the time has been and gone. But what I'm more interested in providing in this week's episode is an in-depth view into a business that is based around a season, which is Christmas. What happens during the rest of the year? Is there quiet patches? And if so, what can be done during this period? We also speak in depth about mindset and giving things one last shot. If you're listening to this on your phone, make sure you get the best experience by downloading the Entel app. Entel is an interactive podcast platform that combines the best of audio storytelling with the richness of the web. So this means you'll be able to follow links, view images, follow people on social and much more by just tapping your phone. Okay, so in your own words, who are you and what do you do? My name is Jane Redmond and I'm a ceramic artist and illustrator. Yeah, you are. So... I always ask people this question. I love knowing what people did from like the beginning. So like your career, what's the very first job you had? And I'm talking like, I want to hear like the paper round job. I want to hear, I don't know, something obscure. Very first job was in the local pub near my mum and dad's house. Um, And I lasted two weeks because I was an awful waitress. I just, I just kept spilling everything on top of people. And I also hated these buzzer things that you had to wear. They used to buzz you. And I just said, no not for me so then from there I went into retail and I always pretty much from from then worked in shops during college worked in Brown Thomas in Dublin yeah and then obviously moved on to opening my own shop okay yeah, so always been retail really oh yeah okay so you're originally from Ireland yeah when did you move to the UK I moved to the UK when I was 10 in 1992 um, we'd lived in lots of different places, but we settled, main, you know, in the end, really, um, in Weybridge in Surrey. Ooh, ooh. And, um, yeah, I did all of my secondary education there, around, you know, in that area. And then I moved back to Ireland to go to NCAD, the National College of Art and Design, to study fashion and textiles. And then I went on and studied interior architecture after that, Ooh. which I didn't really like. <laughs> Um, Why did you go for interior architecture? I don't know. My my main passion is like print and design. Oh, okay, yeah. And I well, thought yeah, that that's obvious. I would move from... Because once I'd done the fashion and textiles, I just didn't really feel like as if... You can get a bit exhausted in our college because it's just so intense. And then you can end up hating the thing that you went in to do. Oh, that's what a lot of people feel like that about their jobs, don't they? Yeah, well, yeah. Um, so... But one thing, growing up around Surrey, there was a ceramics cafe in Ripley, which I used to go to all the time as a kid. You know, there was and actually one in Weybridge called... Yes, the Ceramica place in Weybridge. Yeah, Ceramica, but wasn't it called something else? Did I make that up? There was, there was also one in Claygate. Yeah, it's still there. Dynamica Ceramica. Dynamic ceramic. That's it, yeah. Oh, did I just make that up? No, it was I called think Dynam- it wrong. Dynamic Ceramic, maybe. And it was on the corner. It's a yes. Lebanese restaurant now, which we, I love going to. Um, so the whole time I was in Dublin, like going to college and everything, uh, I always, ha- I, I kind of always wanted to do my own thing. I really pretty much knew that from a young age because yeah. I loved making things. Um, and the opportunity arose where my mum and I 
decided to open a painter and pottery studio in County Dublin in a place called Black Rock. It's a seaside village, town. Yes, I've heard of it. And um, yeah, I was 22, fresh out of college and had these grand ideas. And I was sort of thrown in at the deep end on how you actually run a shop, a business, everything. And if it wasn't for my mum, I'd say it would have lasted for about five minutes just because, you know, I still wanted to go out a lot with my, with my friends. But you yeah. really, you know, you've got a huge commitment when you have, like, to pay rent and rates. And also, I bet things. because you were working with your mum, your mum was like, no, you come to work. Yep. And you're like, okay, mum, sorry. But she lived here. Oh, I, yeah. So oh, she, okay. she was like a partner in the business with me to help me sort of set it up, I suppose. But the reason we set it up was there was none in Ireland. There was no. Oh my gosh, it was such a studios. good thing to do. So it was like a niche little thing. And it was 2005. And it was brilliant. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. It was such a learning curve in so many. Di- I mean, really in business, just, you know, marketing. Well, that was all before Instagram. It was actually just before kind of Instagram as well really took off. Like, I mean, I did wasn't using Instagram for my business until more towards the end of my time of having the shop. And I just think back on how I was marketing and blogs were really kind of coming out. And yeah, that kind of thing. People loved a blog. So, yeah, it was really cool. Lots of birthday parties, hen parties, so many different events. Did lots of pop ups in places, you know, um, for people. But the whole time, I always painted pieces to sell as well and did nice. a lot of commission work. And I think by 2012, when I closed the shop, um, that was what I was mainly doing. I was mainly, And I was started to do some like fairs and things like that. And did you close the shop to just continue with the... So a couple of different things. I met my husband oh. and he's an, you know... Is Irish he Irish? Man. He is, yeah. Oh, lovely. Irish and couple. Brian. And he was his job was moving to London. And I just kind of I really missed like you went to for me. Love. I know. Well to me, like Surrey is home. So I just Surrey's really wanted, my home too. I just really wanted to go home, actually. Um so yeah, then we got married. Like we met and then got married like really quickly, like within a year. And Love it. Waste moved, no time. I know. And like moved moved over here and yeah, I so I closed the physical shop and just decided to take a little bit of time to figure out what direction I wanted to go go in with everything. Yeah. And if I even wanted to still do ceramics, to be honest. So but I did. So then then I had my daughter as well within the same like two years really. She was born in two thousand and thirteen. <laughs> so okay. It was a very busy sort of family time for a while. Um, and then literally after I had Lily, um, within a few months, I started doing Christmas fairs around like the American Women's Fair. Well, Surrey is such a good place for yeah. a Christmas fair. If anyone loves a Christmas fair, mm-hmm. I would highly recommend. Whistling. Yeah. Fair. All of the different different Christmas fairs. I love fairs. a school Christmas fair. Oh, they're the best. Mm. They are the best and they have the best like variety of things. Um. And I did that for a couple of years and then I decided I wanted to get into retail with my pieces. I thought I'm going to give this, I actually thought I'm just going to give this one last go. And there had so many conversations with friends. Why have I got goosebumps? I'm like, yes. I just said, that's it. I'm just said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to approach these certain people. And if it doesn't work, that's it. Bye bye ceramics. I just, I'm not doing this anymore. So Harrods were one of the 
you know shops on my list so did you write down so did you how did you go about this did you just go this is the dream Mm -hmm. this is like if i'm going to do one last shot i'm just going to go for the big guns and just aim high lucy always motto aim high because you can't come down to do you know in, in all life aim high um so I picked my like I picked some big retailers because I had I you know I had been doing the fairs and I had been supplying some independent shops and things but that was never going to get me because I had an independent shop that was never going to get you past a certain mark yeah you know? and like you, to make a name for yourself exactly the moment you're linked to Selfridges or Harrods or Netta Porter or yeah. whatever it is then that's when yeah. you, the ball starts really rolling so as i say there was a there were some big shops names on there and i sent just a very normal email um how just, long was this email by the way because very long and i just attached a few images of some things i'd been selling at the christmas fair and it was september time so i was like yes for this christmas you know this christmas um i'm just gonna give it one last go sent a fairly like couple of paragraphs about myself a bit and then said had this idea of me popping up in store with the baubles and obviously they're all handmade here and everything about them is handmade in England um, but also personalising them in store so it was a retail um, experience theater. it's like fun yeah. you can have what like whatever you want whatever on you there. want so I didn't know and I actually got responses from all of them um, oh, did you? Yeah, you didn't tell me that earlier. I know. So, and I went and very and good. I went and met. I met them. But Harrods was my. I just had. We just got on really well, myself and this amazing um, Harrods at Christmas lady also. and man in in the buying team, and they just got what I was trying to do, and they basically said, "Sure, come in and have a go at it this Christmas." And they put their order in. I mean, I'll never forget getting that first PO. I was like, what, what do I do? You were like, I am I legit. Do? This is... What do I do now? <laughs> I've got to get packaging. You know I've got to get everything sorted. Do you know what's weird as well, though? You know you said you were like, this is gonna, like what my one last shot, otherwise I'm going to quit. Yeah. A lot of people that I've spoken to, when they have that mindset, they're like, one last push. If it doesn't work, that's it. I'm out. Yeah. And then that's when the magic happens. And there's just so many... Oh, there were so many nights before that where I just thought, why am I doing this? So... So yeah, so I, was, I, was, I was really shocked actually when you say it. I was actually really shocked because I really didn't think that this was going to be a thing. And anyway, it was September and they wanted me to come in that Christmas and I think they ordered maybe a thousand, no, five, I can't even remember pieces. So between myself, my mum, everybody got involved, you know, we got everything ready in and, and then we went into store a few weekends and personalised and it was just such a, you know, we got such good feedback. Everybody loved it. Did um, you sell out that Christmas? I think, yeah, we did. I think so. Wow. I think we did. Um, and I can't even remember the design. I can't even remember the designs. Like, I think I'm just living in a Christmas fog all the time. Um, but living the robin, a snow globe. The robin was in there. The ah. Robin, which is our very first, our main, our very first design that I used to set, start to sell all those years ago. Um, and... It was so such you know such a great success, and then the next year, we started to talk in January about the next Christmas, and that was so that was Christmas two thousand and fifteen. 
when we first went in and we're five years down the road now so we've done five Christmases just finished our fifth Christmas um, and yeah it's just gone from strength to strength and the most exciting thing for me is when I get the themes for that next year the trends and what they're yes. planning and then I'm like a kid in a sweet shop I just want to be locked away so that I can just sit and go right You're a true what am I going to put this what am I going to do on a bauble with this theme um, so yeah that's really you know Harris has been my main I suppose thing for the past five years but that's insane though this last Christmas things have taken a whole other next each year they you know we've done a lot of corporate or other corporate orders and worked with lots of different people and we get a lot of commissions from from individual people that contact us um but we've got some really exciting opportunities now for this coming year so it's a big it's a big 2020 is is a big year 2020 is the year Mm -hmm. i'm telling you my birthday, I tell this to everyone, I'm probably going to say this a million times, my birthday this year falls on 0202, 2020. Oh my gosh. I think that means something. That means, that's definitely. It means something. It means I something. Means We're something not sure good. what yet, but it means something. But it will be good. We'll review this good in vibes. December. Good vibes. Um, so what's it like to run a seasonal business then? Because obviously, well, I mean, December, I couldn't actually fit Jane in before Christmas, which was sad because we could have done a seasonal themed episode. But... I actually think this is a really good point because a, a lot of people do have businesses that run around the holidays or mm. are seasonal. But obviously, what does the rest of the year look like in terms of kind so, of planning? Because I think sometimes you think, oh, I don't know, someone's got what Jane works at Christmas. And you oh. think, oh, Jane just maybe just works in December then. Oh, yeah. Like so many people. Jane, what are you doing the rest of the year yeah. then? Oh, on the holiday. So many people are like, oh, you must be so quiet now. And oh what do you do when you know in the summertime whereas actually well as obviously the years have gone by there isn't really there isn't really any downtime now um as I was saying to you earlier on it is literally like as if it's the middle of December for me at the moment because I'm painting some orders because one of the new things with Harrods is they're opening a seasonal room um and they're stocking our some of our designs all year round so we are painting for a delivery that needs to be in in the next couple of weeks while also designing for this Christmas um, and potentially another time of the year which I can't necessarily talk about at the moment but we, it might it might That's actually exciting. happen yeah. another occasion that we all celebrate um, so yeah so now there doesn't really feel like there's too much of a downtime especially people always think it's going to be January whereas actually I'd say my most sort of downtime month is February March because I've just gotten ready for you know I've just gotten the new samples in and everybody's sort of back and forward you know what are we going to go with that kind of thing Um, and then it is just hit the ground running at the end of March middle of March to get the order ready for a delivery in August so it's just and then we can't even talk about October through to December because it's like as if that's just one it like feels like a day (laughs) We were being slightly optimistic with the uh, trying to fit in a podcast between them. I know, I know. but it would have been nice, but you never know. So, so Christmas prep starts now. Mm-hmm. I'm in Christmas mode all year round. Do you know I my like friend Mrs. Christmas. works at, uh, well, she used to work in the Christmas department at John Lewis doing mm-hmm. the Christmas ad, and that was her oh, job. Yeah, that would be... 365 days yeah. a year, Christmas. By the time it gets to Christmas, she's like, 
Mm-hmm. Oh, by the time. What's you Christmas get... Day like for you? So Christmas Day, like I, feel, I honestly feel like is Do it. you have the most amazing Christmas tree? Do you know that a lot of the time my own baubles aren't even on my tree? <laughs> Which is really bad. You shouldn't admit that. <laughs> Probably shouldn't admit that. And that is because a lot of the time, when I when I finally get to Christmas, so many people have like emailed or ordered or, can, do you just have one more robin bauble left or do you have one more Christmas tree bauble left? And I probably do. I never end up having any baubles left that I can use myself. That's the problem. And I don't seem to have enough time in the year to paint like for myself. Yeah. So, yeah, I shouldn't admit that, but yeah, my tree, yeah, and all my plates and cups and everything at home are all white. <laughs> they, I don't know if Maybe any they need own. to be, though. Maybe you just need, like, mm, work as work. Yeah. Give yourself some space. Definitely. Yeah, Christmas is, well, it's always, I mean, it's with a six year old. It is crazy. And she is massively big, and like, she was just so big into Christmas this year. I mean, it was, you know, amazing but also very tiring um but it feels like as if christmas lasted for about five minutes i don't really feel like i can't even remember december flew by it just it just sort but of I happened just spent most this of it year drunk, so well, the <laughs> whole week that. of christmas actually and new year was great fun yeah i'm still coming down from all that i just haven't you Got know a nice break you know it just feels like as if it's about the beginning of january i'm not quite I need everybody else to slow down. I know everyone wants January to go, but I just need to catch up. I feel a bit, yeah, it's just too, it's That's all moving okay. too fast. I actually feel like Christmas was months ago. Mm-hmm. Agree. And mm. now I'm like, I don't know, I'm just so far back into work. I'm just on another... It's nearly Christmas rate. again, Lucy. <laughs> what, what month is it? It's November. <laughs> oh, God. So how many baubles do you think you made last year? So, and over what period of time? Okay, just to put so, this like whole operation into perspective, know, which is made, you know, the operations manager, as I like to call her, aka my mum. Shout out to mum! Oh my gosh, I don't know what we would do without. She's also the fulfilment. <laughs> the fulfil- she packages every single bauble. This is a really good point because so my one of my girlfriends runs a swimmer business and. The fulfilment centre was not a thing to begin with, and it was literally from home, mum and mm-hmm. sister, get get the troops in. Everyone yeah. does their bit. Tagging, ribboning. Yeah, my dad plays a huge part as well. He doesn't like to admit it, but he's there as well. He does the deliveries. Um, 6,000 baubles between March and sort of November time. How many baubles is that a day, roughly? I don't know. How many baubles do you reckon you could paint this day, Jane? Oh, it depends. Some days it's like 20. Some days it's... Like yesterday was eight. I was doing a really complicated design. I love that you were painting just, baubles yesterday. Yeah. I know. Um, yesterday was like, I have to do more. So when I leave here, Lucy, I've got to head out and start painting more baubles. Um, yeah, it depends on the design, but some of them are a little bit easier, quicker. I'm quicker at doing some yeah. of them. Um and you so, paint them all yourself? Mainly myself. I have got, you know, a couple of angels now that have... Christmas uh, elves. Yeah, th- exactly. Christmas elves. I mean, my friends call me Mrs. Christmas or the Bauble Queen. They go between, like, the two. Yeah, I'll the take two. both. Yeah, I, can't, I quite like the Bauble Queen. I think I, could, I think I could go with that one. Anything to do with being a queen or a princess. Um, yeah, she, uh, I don't know how many a day, really. It's... Do your hands really ever hurt after yes. you paint? Oh my gosh, the physiotherapy that I 
to have on my wrist, on my arm. I could get that from posting on social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would get a terrible pain in my... Isn't it? I'm going to be a crippled old lady. Phone. Yeah. Um, Repetitive strain injury. Yeah, it's a lot. So this year we've obviously, we're addressing a few of these issues because my poor mum can't spend half her year with her head in a kiln or a glazed bucket and then also packaging and wrapping and boxing baubles. So it has, you know, which is amazing for our for the business. I didn't yeah. think we'd ever get to that point. But it's a huge, it's also a like gulp, you know, huge thing to take on staff find a premises things like that so we're in the they're all in the works at the moment so the workshop the I'm kind of going to have my head in the sand about that because I'm just a bit nervous about it, like handing it's over anything yeah so also we'll handing see. over anything but I guess that's just part of running a business so you, let, you do is. have to just hand over responsibility it's like you can't grow without I know so. I get I get like that about certain things with Becky who works with me but at the end of the day, she knows what she's doing, yeah. and the people that you employ, like you, will end up putting your faith into them. So it's just one of those things, isn't it? You just have to get on with it. And it's like emails and things like that. You can't, you can't do everything. So I would prefer to just be the one. I, I just love designing and painting, and that's my area. Trying to keep on top of the admin side of things, you have to be in the mood. Oh, you do have to be awful, in the mood. but you have to be in the mood to reply and even know whether you can do that thing or not. So I'm actually a really big fan you know. of, or is it autonomy? Is that what I mean? Yeah, like, like yeah. automating things. Yes. And so during the summer, I was like, oh, I just can't deal with this. I'm maybe I need to get a virtual assistant or a PA to do one day a week and reply to my emails. And I was like, is that a bit douchey? Like, do I really need that? Do I need to be like, oh, please liaise with my PA? <laughs> Um, and then I discovered these apps that you can set, like send people links to book into your diary and I don't need to go back and forth on email five times going now I can't do that time actually can you do this time here's my diary just book a link oh my gosh. and we'll chat then okay Boom. well obviously when this is finished you need to share this information it's called Calendly Calendly Cal- Calendly yeah wow it's really good this could, ch- could change my I would life would highly recommend it um, so that's really great and what are the automated things I send out like recurring invoices by yeah automating them on zero yeah Um, that was kind of my main issues booking meetings I was literally like I can't speak to anyone else I can't send another email about a time that I can or can't do Mm -hmm. Um, so there's little things like that but yeah replying to emails people know now when they email me that I'm like get me on whatsapp or you're not getting a reply for at least two days yeah (laughs) I have to say actually and when we were talking earlier on about you know when I started my business well you know in 2005 and you know Twitter and obviously Facebook was well I think I only joined Facebook in 2007 I don't know why I know that I think myself and my friend were talking about it the other day but it really was not you know it's really I I just think it would be so different actually now to have the shop when Instagram was in full flight if you know what I mean because I've never really been I'm not a massive it's not that I'm not a massive Instagrammer. I'm trying really hard <laughs> to obviously post about what I'm doing. Um, but it's kind of a bit tricky because obviously when you're designing for a company or whatever, you can't actually share your ideas and things like that until until nearly nearer the time. And But just, also you want to share it when it's available to buy? Yeah. Because oh, what would be the point in... Sh- well, for a seasonal business, yeah. what's the point in sharing it now in January when like I'm not going to buy a no, bauble until come December November December so 
you know, I'm I'm getting I'm getting better at like what I need to do and and things like that. But it's definitely not doesn't come massively naturally, naturally to me. But I love Instagram as a as but, a you know like what? a viewer, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, I find I find oh, I, I some amazing accounts just for inspiration and just people. I've made some really lovely friends on Instagram as oh, well. Same. You know, and it's amazing how like-minded people. Don't you think it's weird now that it's it's not weird to make friends online? Yeah. But that's where I've got some of like my best business mm-hmm. friends and people who actually understand what I'm going through on a daily basis, which, which is really is cool. Really interesting because when you're obviously with your school friends or your uni friends, I didn't do anything that my like best friends all did. I've obviously went down the creative route. They're all solicitors. I'm high end corporate jobs high-flying high-flying flying, a bit like my husband <laughs> am i high-flying jane well you know he's a de- he's a data analyst so we couldn't be more different in what we actually do he <laughs> loves numbers and i i'm just like i have no idea opposites track Abs- exactly um but it did actually it was quite hard at times because you're in, on a completely different and then when you work for yourself you don't have work colleagues necessarily yeah. all the time you yeah. have to so instagram is like such a great way of connecting people you know and things like that so yeah I re- I love it from that point of view but I do find it quite hard to actually share I tried talking on Instagram and it's just not I mean I got so many messages like, from my friends saying haha this is so funny we were actually just talking about this the last girl that came in because so Alice um, who I just recorded mm. with is like a digital marketing coach and she says to people like speak to Instagram only do it if you think it's going to benefit you but also I just think when my when I first started doing this and posting about business and all of this stuff I got like a few of my friends like laughing and joking about it and now we like joke about it on a day in the group chat it's just, I always get rinsed and I'm like like it's a funny thing like we're yeah. like that's funny um but also I make money from it so so yeah exactly yeah at the exactly. end of the day it's just one of those things isn't it it's like okay yeah, that's 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 funny. It's funny with my friends, but if someone I didn't know or like didn't know that well was like to me, oh my god, I can't believe you're talking your stories. Oh, I'd, I'd die. Like, <laughs> I'd die. I wouldn't. I always have the same answer. I'm like, yeah, well, it's my business, so yeah, I make money from that. What you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, no, which is the the best attitude to have because because whereas I love talking to people, so one of the best parts of my job. Um, with with Harrods is the personalising I absolutely love being in store and meeting people from everywhere from all over the world so interesting and we have the best chats and and also no day is the same no day is the same and then also the fact that they've gone off with their bauble back to Japan China lots of you know different places around the world and our baubles are hanging on on trees or in people's homes all over the place so it's kind of a re- like it's a really cool feeling you yeah. know so that's that probably really my best cool. part actually I suppose part of the year I'm like a, not a hermit but you know I'm in my studio painting and then another part of the year I'm obviously out there chatting meeting people making memories for them you know lots of people are so touched by the fact that they can buy something that's personalised with whatever they want on it oh I love anything personalised you know it just it makes Marriage it proposals, etc. Oh, on mm. baubles. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, you heard Poems, it here first. Everything. Wow. Yeah. Different that languages. is a great idea. Not that I'm planning to get married, but you know, I'm not planning pr- proposing. But men who are listening, <laughs> which is probably 
very few. That's a good idea. I That's like a that. good idea. I have decided to create even more work for myself and you can now follow at the winging it podcast on Instagram. That's right. We have our very own channel where you can keep up to date with the winging it podcast, but I will mainly be posting business related memes, including my favorite one about pyramid schemes. So go give it a follow. Um, so was there, was there quiet moments? Like, did you have quiet periods at the beginning oh, yeah, of definitely. the seasonal? Yeah. I mean, I guess you, because you got into Harrods kind of right away, but yeah. was there that following year? Was there quiet periods or? Yeah, there definitely was the first year and I was a little bit, you know, um, oh, what do I do with myself? And when, do, it took a first couple of years to really figure out the organisation of how yeah. I needed to work really as an, as an artist that's supplying like a you know a big amount um and so I probably didn't start painting maybe as early as I should or could have um nothing like a bit of pressure like a bit of pressure (laughs) my mom I still I refer to my mom a lot but I don't know you know blood sweat and tears like um and so yeah and those down months are hard because you're trying to figure out do you want to what do you want to do you know you go from literally just so busy 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 and then but I suppose I have you know this whole time like Lily is six now so she was only two so you know the the downtime does it like is it involves a lot of Lily time so um that's nice there's you know lots of things that we've done and we tend to have gone on holidays during the down downtime always go away around like March time go back to Ireland quite a bit um so yeah that's how I would but this year I think the downtimes look different you know not really for the first time it's yeah not necessarily very clear when I have downtime or quiet periods not that my work is seasonal I have periods where I want to go on holiday but Mm. I'm so busy that I just can't like there's no way it's going to happen but then I have moments where I'm like, oh, I don't have that much client work. I mean, you know, still mm. things are taking over and I've got Becky helping me. But I'm like, great, what next? Like, let me just create more yeah. work for myself. And I literally, like, make it so that I'm manically busy. Yeah. So I will approach people and, and things like that all the time. The thing is, once you get the buzz from being super busy, it's kind of, like, hard really to avoid. Hard. You're like, really no, hard. I need it. I mm-hmm. live off that. <laughs> I agree. And that's why I'm actually struggling to try and think of quiet times because uh, any of my friends that will listen to, <laughs> will listen to the to the podcast will say that there is I'm always doing something like there's always I always have the next idea in the pot and approaching people and planning you know where I want the business to go you know and I have about 10 different like ideas for this year alone which I have to be reined in like a lot of the time I have no. to be reined in <laughs> because it's like Jane when are you supposed to do you know sleep so um but I think that's the thing with your own business because you just you get these ideas and you just have to go with it because if you don't, you know, somebody else will. That's a big yes. thing. I just think if you don't do it, somebody else is going to do it and then you're going to kick yourself. Yeah. Um, Start today. Yeah. I think so. my friends think I'm batshit crazy because I come and do my podcast. I've got my clients and I'm doing something else this year. Well, I'm it's I'm going to make it happen. And Becky was like, when on earth do you think you're going to find the time to do that? And I'm like, don't, don't worry. you worry about don't that. Worry, told my mum and dad, they were like, okay, sure. Yeah, oh, yeah. my, my mum and dad all the like, time. Okay. No, no, I'm doing it. 
it's happening. Like a lot of the time, the email. So I get email fear. I don't know if that's a thing or if you've ever. You well, know, you look at your inbox at the end of the day of podcast recordings and go, shit. <laughs> For me, it's like I have this. I have somebody I want to email, but it'll take me ages Ooh, because okay. I'll be like, right, I want to do that thing, but I need to think about it. I need to think about it. I need to think about it. And then it's like a big huge thing when I finally press the send button <laughs> and obviously I have to tell my husband and he's like okay thumbs up well done do you spend ages drafting the email oh yeah yeah the thing is though that is for like a pitch I do think that is important um and I always use this example but I think it's relevant for like pitching yourself mm. to clients or like new stockists or whatever but I get a lot of cover letters from graduates and they always tell me how I could help their business it's not not their business how I can help them and like you know I'd really like to work for you because it would really help progress my career in this and I'm like yeah I don't care I literally do not care how I can help you progress your career what I care about is how you can help me and that like can do attitude but I always compare this to sending an email or like when you speak to someone in person or on the phone that you could potentially be doing business with you you should let them know how you can help absolutely yeah can you imagine like being approaching a blogger and going oh can I redo your business because it would really help my business they'd be like no get lost (laughs) yeah but that yeah that's something because obviously we've been looking for people so the email the email thing like I I totally get that because it does have to be right yeah so I but I'll be at two o'clock in the morning and I'll send it that's when I'll do it like at most random times (laughs) you know you can schedule emails do you use gmail yes I do, yeah. I'm a big scheduler. I schedule emails on a Sunday night. I'm like, yes. God, you're so organised. Oh, no. You're so organised. See, I just need some organised techie. No, I'm not. Help. Automated. Automated. That's going to be my buzzword for 2020. Jane automated Redmond. (laughs) So that I can actually automate my life a bit. Because I'm just so still in the moment doing it all as I'm, Yeah. you know. So that's automation. Automation. The way forward. Yeah, so I'll, I'll schedule my emails for Monday morning. I'll go out at eight. Clients will email back like, oh, you're you're up early today. And I'm like, no, I haven't had my coffee. Don't even think about picking up the phone because no. I'm not talking to you now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I do get that sometimes. Whoa, you're on it early. You're like, no, I'm like not. That. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. couldn't sleep. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. That's pretty much it, actually. <laughs> Literally. Um, okay, so when you do take a break, what do you like to do? I like to go on holiday. Okay, where's the top destination? Um, we tend to go to Dubai or Abu Dhabi most Hot all year round. years because it's just easy. It's an easy flight. <laughs> Everything I love, like, I don't know, the hotels are fab. And it's just brilliant with the, the with heat. The heat, for me, the heat. Too. You know, it's guaranteed heat. You know, the amount of times that we've deliberated, well, what's the weather going to be like? And yeah, you can I, pretty much I guarantee. I am the worst person to be away with if there's if it's bad weather. I just am like, this is pointless. Yeah. I just want to go outside and, like, roast myself. <laughs> yeah. So it needs to be, yeah, so the last few years, that's where we've gone. And it's just, like, just really nice, proper break. Oh, I'm literally, like, feeling the heat of the sun mm-hmm. on my skin right now from Dubai. Oh. Or Disney World. <laughs> it's either one of those Disney World Florida mm-hmm. oh yeah. yeah again the six year old yeah did, you know frozen crazy um, so we've done that a few times amazing and, and we may have to go there is talks 
maybe of going again. Lucky her. I went once, oh, not I when I liked roller coasters. So yeah, we haven't quite got to the roller coaster stage yet, actually, which is quite good because I think I I loved roller coasters when I was younger, but I don't know. Fine. My husband does not like roller coasters, so it would be me that would be on all of those roller coasters. So I'm not sure. I think I'm still in for the Disney princesses at the moment. And um, what about when you're at home, just chilling? Um, I don't normally ask people these questions, but I think it's quite nice. Just trying to think. Do you know what? I never really have a lot of downtime, Lucy. I really don't. Um, TV, good old Netflix. Have you seen new series too? No. <gasps> I must say, we're, we've just started The Crown. Because I've refused- just started. Well, no, we've watched the first two. Oh, okay. But I refused to watch the third one when before Christmas because there was just no time. And I just said to Brian, want I want to just like sit down. I want my cup of tea and just want to be able to watch it properly. So, um, yeah, we've just. It's a lot darker than the last two series. I know. I can't wait till they get to the current times. Well, apparently <laughs> they said that they're not gonna that they're gonna stop what? making it once it gets to like present day no we want to see the so Harry. much material we want to see we want to see <laughs> the Hagen and pa- yeah. the Hagen sorry the Megan and the Harry years the Hagen let's just call it the Hagen <laughs> oh stop nickname for them nickname couple <laughs> yeah you've heard it here first yeah Hagen <laughs> get that on the Daily Mail they're downstairs yeah. we'll tell them yeah um yeah we've got so much Royal Goss the past year I mean, I just don't even know where to. St- I don't know where to start. Well, okay. Well, we don't grass anyway. We, yeah, we probably shouldn't. Um, yeah, I just love being at home, being, you know, doing the mum stuff, going out for dinner with friends. Yeah, that's the down. That's the downtime, really. Yeah, the, you know, Classic. chilling. Got to see your friends. I just never really chill though. This is this is the thing. I don't. It's not in my. I can't sit and watch TV for that reason because I get things on my phone and I'm like, oh, oh, an email. Oh, I'll read that now. When I really I shouldn't, or an Instagram something, or exactly, and this is why, like, now I'm back in Surrey and I'm back in London. I have to fill my weekends up. Mm-hmm. I have to. So, for example, this weekend, Friday night, I'm going to stay with my friend in Bournemouth, and then on Saturday, I'm going to a baby shower, and then I'm going out for drinks in London on Saturday night, and then on Sunday, Ooh. I'm probably going to go for brunch and I don't know, a dog walk and do something else. But I don't, I can't ever sit down because if I do, my phone is there, and I don't want to have that. And it's just being because it's yeah, because then you feel like you haven't done anything with with your time either. Well, exactly. So no, that's. That sounds like a my great weekend. My dad said, do, do I want an Apple Watch for my birthday? And I said, absolutely not. I don't need something else that's pinging up in my face telling me I've got something to do. So yeah. thanks, but no thanks. No. I can't yeah, deal with it. We have that issue at home. <laughs> um, so where do you find where do you find the inspiration from for your designs? So that's really tricky because like inspiration is everywhere, really. Um I don't know because because obviously um, I get themes themes yeah I then head off and like research some of the themes so it might take me to some like art galleries and things like that or there could be some exhibitions on because obviously a lot of the themes are linked to whatever trends are happening that year or the next year um, so there's generally something to do with them like maybe in a gallery you know huge fan of the V&A spend quite a lot of time there to be honest um, and country homes and things like that so, nice yeah just design I'm a mass I still go back to just like design all the time like pattern the pattern in things um, so it can honestly it's very random how I find 
some of the, some of the designs I end up painting. It could be like something in a dress, even like just the color oh. combinations and things like that. So that's pretty cool, though. Yeah, I but I'm thing a bit is, weird. I, well, I'm so into that though because, mm. for example, like branding, mm. I sometimes have these like crazy ideas of like let's do pink and blue together, and I say I have this idea, and I have a client come on and come along, and I'm like this this one this is the one who's going to do blue i know they're going to do it i'm just going to push for it and then it ends up like being they're like hmm that's a, that's a weird idea and i'm like i'm actually just going to show you anyway yeah. and then we'll roll from there and then normally they're like actually that's really cool so i think like it's weird where you find inspiration from yeah and also when somebody asks you to do something as well i always do the thing they've asked me to do but i then also do a complete opposite of what they've asked yeah, because Which, sometimes they think they know what they want, mm-hmm. but they don't. So it's a bit like that with the themes. They mm. might be pictures right in front of you, and obviously you could just go straight in and just do a picture or a design from that picture. Like, literally, it's a cow, I'm going to do a cow, or whatever it might be, a chicken. But instead, I might do, like, flowers that are the same colours and things like that, as opposed to the literal yes. thing that's in front of me. Like sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But you know, there you go. Got to play yeah. around there. Yeah, yeah. That's really cool. Do you find it hard to like motivate yourself to when you know that you've got an order of six thousand baubles? Do you find it difficult to like motivate yourself to? Well, yeah, it can be really difficult because obviously it's amazing. And whenever I talk to people about what I do, first of all, they kind of look at me a bit funny. You paint baubles, um, you know, and then they don't you know they don't really understand all the background until you start explaining what it is that you're doing like I paint baubles and they're like and they think I'm just yeah and you're like I'm in Harrods yeah so then and then I don't always lead in with that either (laughs) because I want to like explain like what I do you don't want to show um (laughs) and yeah it's it can be really difficult like this time of year is quite hard because obviously quite tired from the buzz because everyone else is in the buzz of Christmas when you're doing Christmas so that kind of helps but come January, February everyone's like talking about the summer holidays and, and I'll obviously be painting Christmas balls in like the hottest like the hottest, the hottest times time, of the year yeah. I mean we sometimes paint them outside actually when it gets like really hot just because when we're using 24 karat gold and platinum which is what we use for some of them the smell Opulent. of the liquid gold is just like too much too much so we've yeah we paint in all sorts of random places um but it can be a bit hard to motivate myself. But then I just think all the time about I can't believe that I'm actually what I've always dreamed of doing. I'm actually doing. That's so working. it's working. And I never want to take it for granted either, because it's like anything. I love that. You're only as good as the last thing that you've done. You really are. So last Christmas, I never take for granted like, you know, I'm really excited to see all the team in Harrods, you know, in the next couple of weeks. But, you know, I haven't gone in with this year's themes and ideas yet so I don't want to be too cocky and think oh yeah it's going to be you know amazing yeah I always you know you have to you're you just have to keep bringing it all the time so bring your a-game yeah so that does motivate me massively because I don't want I still think there's far to go so oh I guess as well it's your it's your reputation on the line oh yeah 100% I hate disappointing anybody and like if I get an email about something oh you know immediately just your heart yeah yeah and I'm like don't worry well you know oh yeah I used to take things very personally but I don't take them as personally anymore in the shop I used to take things really personally if somebody didn't like something but again time age 
all helps <laughs> to like get over these things yeah so, um yeah motivation isn't too this time of year a bit but it isn't too hard because i have an end goal and i really want to get there and i'm beginning to see that i th- i think i can so amazing so that's kind of cool yeah ah that's so exciting <laughs> oh, i love that come back in 10 years and we'll see <laughs> God, the winging pod- it podcast if this podcast 10 years is down the line. still running in 10 years <laughs> crikey let's let's just relive this moment i'll do a 10 year yeah. special of my favorite moments 20, and start it with this 20, 20 oh god how many episodes would there be then what will it be 2020 2030 20, 20, 20, sorry see numbers <laughs> god, i can't even count don't even know what year it'll be in 10 I'll years i'll be 37 that's I mean, my age, Lucy. No, that's not what I'm saying, but I'm saying like, God, God I've really dug a hole here, haven't I? No, but I feel like I'm about 27 and all my friends probably think I, you know, agree there. So I can't believe I'm 37. I'm nearly, like, I need to start planning my 40th. I'm really good at party planning, just like in terms of themes. So if you need ideas, oh, hit well. me up. I'm about, to, I'm about to throw an alpine themed party. An for, alpine theme? I'm about to throw an alpine theme party and I'm going to turn my parents' living room into La Folly Hitchcock. Oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. And I'm going to make a ski with shots in it and have a vodka luge. And I'm going to fill... I love a vodka luge. Well, actually, this is Christmas related. I'm going to fill my parents' living room with fake Christmas trees. Oh my God, I love it. I'm hoping you will be putting this all over Instagram so we can well, see. Well, I'm picturing it in my head and it, it always looks much better in my head oh than no. it does in real life. It'll probably be like one saggy tree in the <laughs> corner. One tree, like, the vodka leaves <laughs> melting. I was actually considering this week picking all the Christmas trees off the off the pavements and just storing them in the garden. You could. You could have a kind of... Uh, they'll be rotting by then. Yeah, It'll be like... <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you'd have to do some kind of preservation. <laughs> um, okay, so do you have... Uh, an app that you couldn't run your business without and it can't be social media Trello oh we've never had Trello so Trello I believe is an app because I know I do use it on my I do use it on my laptop but I think I do have it on my phone as well so it's amazing it was actually introduced to me by Holly Tucker and her team who helped mentor me with another business I was involved Ah. in Um, and we used to use it all the time and then I've continued using it in my business and my dad is very into the whole it's like con- you know sharing basically Amazing. of like who's doing what and where we're so all it sounds at. like it's kind of like asana yeah task management yeah yeah love it anything task management that you can share mm-hmm. anything that's shareable i'm so into google docs asana oh it's also it. really just really good for from a creative point of view to see where you are with what what you know if you because if you have got you know obviously we know we've got certain things that we're doing for definite this year but you've got, you know, ideas that you're trying to pitch for or whatever. And just seeing, as you keep updating it, where you are where you are with these things. It's nice to have it in one place. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. So, yeah, we started using that a couple of years ago. So it's, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't live without Trello. Love. Love yeah. that one. Um, okay. And do you have a quote or a piece of advice that you live by? This is quite hard. Um to be honest the thing that just comes to my mind is never give up because there are so many times short but sweet short but sweet and obviously a bit cliche but really there have been so many times in the past 15 years that I can't actually believe sometimes that I've created a business out of out of ceramics if you know what I mean just continuous everything every time I was steering away from it I always came back to pottery ceramics every time 
So, and obviously, I really had a never give up moment like five years ago. So, I always, and even now, I mean, let's face it, every day is different. So, you know, you know, and that's the other thing as well. Every day is as a new day. So, if it was a really bad day yesterday, my mom always says to me, "Just start, just start again tomorrow. Just, just start again tomorrow." And that's it. Just keep moving forward all the time because you can never relive yesterday. Do you know what Joe Malone says? And this is one of my favourite quotes. She um, says in her book, and actually I went to see her talk and she said, never make a life-changing decision on a bad day. That is really good advice. Yeah. Um, But never give up. I do feel like that's a a good one. And it, but it's a testament to what you've done because you said you yeah. were like, let's give it one last shot. And I think and it, it doesn't is, work. I know people say it in their everyday all the time, like, oh, never give up or whatever. But actually, if you think, you know, sometimes you just have to apply it to yourself, yeah, rather than just say it as a word mm. or a phrase. Um, so I really do believe if you don't give up, then you will get there in the end. Amazing! Thank you so much for coming Thank on you. the podcast. Um, mm. I love what you're doing it's just Thank amazing you. and I just think it's really inspiring because like, especially like in a creative industry mm-hmm. like being an artist it's, really it, it's so difficult mm-hmm. to to sustain yourself as an artist um, and run a business so what you've done is amazing so Thanks, well done and I can't not mention that you gave me this bauble <laughs> even though my surprise earlier I nearly cried there was tears I've got a bauble with my name on it and it's going to be the first thing I have on my tree next year when I have my own Christmas tree. You are very welcome. So thank you for that. I love it. My mum's going to be super jealous. Well, I'll have to do one for your mum <laughs> as well. Jill. Jill. Jill loves okay. a Robin. Um, okay, so where can we find you? Um, Online. On Instagram, Jane Redmond Handmade, at Jane Redmond Handmade. And it's Jane with a Y, just, you know, because I like to be different. Okay. Good. Difficult. Love that. <laughs> and on la- um, website is janeredmond.co.uk. Amazing. Thank you, Jane. And you can find me at Lucy Hitchcock underscore for more winging it realness. I'll roll with that one today. I don't write this down. And at Sassy Digital for tips and tricks. And please leave a review if you like this episode because every little helps. Mm-hmm.